Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 16th of February. There were reports of violence in several areas as Tripura held elections for 60 assembly constituencies today. At the time of recording, the voter turnout was 69% till 3 p.m. The voting began at 7 a.m. and continued until 4 p.m. CPIM leader and former Tripura Chief Minister Manik Sarkar and TIPRA Chief Pradyot Bikram Manekya Dev Barman have alleged that BJP miscreants are responsible for the violence in some parts of the state. Meanwhile, the election commission confirmed that one CPIM supporter was beaten outside a polling station in 36 Shantir Bazar and an FIR has been lodged in the case. There are 28.14 lakh eligible voters in Tripura and voting took place at 3,337 polling stations across the state. Massive security deployment was put in place across the state where a triangular contest is expected between the BJP, the left-front Congress combined and a new entrant, Tripura Mota, in majority of the 60 seats. The TIPRA chief was confident that the voter turnout will be over 90% and the people of Tripura will give them a chance. CPIM leader Manik Sarkar has said that the people are trying their best to cast their votes and in some places they are blocking roads and urging the election commission to take action. The income tax survey at BBC's Delhi and Mumbai offices entered the third day on Thursday. A team of 2000 tax officials are probing alleged transfer pricing violations and diversion of profits. This came weeks after the government banned a two-part BBC documentary tracing the Prime Minister Narendra Modi's rise following the 2002 Gujarat riots. The focus of the survey, meanwhile, remains the account books of BBC India at its Delhi office. Around 15 to 20 members of the team have been going through digital data on the sixth floor of the 17-story Hindustan Times house at KG Mark. The rest have been stationed on the fifth floor where the editorial staff works. PTI quoted officials as saying that the exercise would continue. and that quote and quote exact time frame to call the operation closed rests entirely on the teams on the ground bbc india has asked its staff not to delete any file from their digital devices until the survey is complete a source earlier told news laundry journalists phone and the data copies have not been taken away the source confirmed adding that quote and quote only the account section's digital data has been copied on the second day each desktop on both floors were checked Tax loots allegedly searched for files by keying in words such as black money, GST, taxation, profit, and loss. The BBC leadership remained in office until officials wrapped up work on Tuesday and Wednesday. The IIT Bombay conducted two surveys on caste discrimination and mental health issues faced by SCST students on campus months before a Dalit student died by suicide. The Hindu reported. However, the response to the survey was lackluster. In the first survey in February last year, only 20% of the students from SCST communities responded, and those who did point to an anti-reservation sentiment. This came in the form of SCST students being made fun of and being looked down upon for their reserve category status. They also pointed to faculty blaming them for lowering the quality of IITs and said there was a lack of mechanisms to address these issues. The second survey in June last year was conducted in collaboration with the Student Wellness Center but only saw participation from 5% of the SCST students. Many students said they were apprehensive of participating due to the SWC's involvement as the head counselor there publicly held anti-reservation sentiments. The institute had already begun an SCST student mentorship program where students from marginalized groups could choose mentors from their own social backgrounds. However, this was not implemented in the chemical engineering department where the student who died was enrolled. 
the institute was also preparing the framework for a sensitization course on caste discrimination, which would be made compulsory for all on campus. Prompted by the Union Education Ministry in December 2022, the institute had said that it would hire one SC and one ST student counsellor at the SWC. But as of 1st February, this was yet to be processed. There is a demand that the results of the surveys be made public for public discussion as soon as possible. Listeners, Sadiq Kappan, an Indian journalist, was recently released on bail after spending over two years in custody. The authorities have accused him of a conspiracy to fuel unrest and of links with banned outfit PFI. However, Kappan has denied these accusations. In an interview with Manisha Pandey, Kappan talks about his time in jail and his plans for the future. It is titled, Sadiq Kappan on UAPA, 800 Days in Jail and Dissent. We can bring you such interviews and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. In the largest such bid in aviation history, Air India has placed an order for 470 aircraft with Boeing and Airbus. The airline has also secured an option to purchase an additional 370 aircraft from the manufacturers. This means that the final order could end up being as high as 840 planes over the next decade. A feat for an airline that only has around 140 planes in its current fleet. The order includes a mix of narrow-body and wide-body planes. In addition to the firm orders, Air India has also secured purchasing rights and options that give the airline the ability to purchase additional planes at a pre-negotiated production slots and prices. This order is part of Air India's Behan.ai Roadmap, a five-year plan aimed at growing the airline's network and fleet, ultimately leading to sustainable growth, profitability and market leadership. Since the Tata Group took over the company in 2020, it has been focused on expanding the airline's product offering, refurbishing existing planes and increasing its network and services. The new order of planes is a critical step in achieving these goals. Air India's order is a sign of confidence in the aviation industry's future after a lull during the pandemic. Six deaths in a shooting in an Australian town in December last year have now been declared casualties of a religiously motivated terrorist attack. According to authorities, this is the first time that Christian extremist ideology has been linked to a terror attack in Australia. The attack took place last year December when Nathaniel, Stacey and Garrett Train opened fire on a rural property in Queensland before being shot dead in a gun battle with the police. Police have found evidence that the trains were an autonomous cell that executed a pre-mediated, religiously motivated terrorist attack. They subscribed to a Christian fundamentalist belief system known as pre-millennialism and had targeted police, referring to them as monsters and demons as evils. The trains had set up the property with camouflage hideouts, barriers, dirt mounds, guns, knives, CCTV and mirrors on trees while there is, quote-unquote, no evidence that anyone else in Australia participated or assisted in the attack, the trains have been linked to individuals in the United States. Police have shared information with investigators there. The attack will be investigated during a coronial inquiry to determine the train's motive. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.